the last week we spoke about Peter and you remember we spoke about suffering uh, earlier in the month we also spoke about suffering and it seems like all that believers face is suffering and persecution but but that's part of the story today we want to look at something else in the midst of suffering believers can rejoice believers can sing to their god rejoice and invite the people invite the nations to come and worship their god uh, this morning we would like to do an overview of the book of psalms what about that you remember last time we did the book of job and it was successful we survived we said why, why not the book of psalms today it's only 150 chapters so and today is the lord's day we have all the time so we will go through it no actually the focus will be on missions in the psalms reading the psalms from a missions perspective and it's different than what we find in the new testament but still very very important but let's pray our heavenly father we are thankful for a new day in the week we can start a new week together in your presence to hear your word we pray lord that you will speak to us we pray that uh, you will encourage us and strengthen us and give us lord what's necessary for us this day we commit ourselves to you in jesus name amen uh, I suggest that we read uh, a few verses from the Psalms together. You have them on uh, the sheet in your uh, bulletin. And uh, we have them together so we all have the same version before us. Because what we are going to do, I'm going to read the first one. And then I'll ask you to read the second. And then I'll go. And then you go. I'll go. And then you go. Is that uh, a good idea? And then the last one we'll read together. So I will start with Psalm uh, 96 verse 5, and then together you will read 97 verse 7, and so on. You know, I thought, let me put it on paper. You may have memorized it, but, you know, make it easy to have it before us. All right, let's read. I'll read and then you. <clears throat> For all the gods of the people are worthless idols. For great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. He is to be feared above all gods. There is none like you among the gods, O Lord, nor are there any works like yours. The Lord reigns, he is robed in majesty. The Lord is robed. He has put on strength as his belt. And together, for great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. He is to be feared above all gods. Now, that's a good way to start this message. To start with the Lord and emphasize <clears throat> his greatness. 
And in this message, we are going to look at the nations. You know, we saw the, the gods of the nations are worthless, worthless idols. They are nothing. And our invitation this morning is to the nations to say, guess what? We know of a God. He is great. He is mighty. Come and serve our God with us. So missions in the Psalms was a kind of an invitation to people to come and serve our God. We are singing praises to God, but at the same time telling people, our God is the one that you should worship. Let all the earth fear the Lord, stand in awe of Him, in Psalms 33. And why should we do that? Why should all the earth, all the people on earth, all the nations, why should they fear the Lord? Because He is the Creator. He spoke and it came to be. That's why the nation should come and worship Him. He is the Creator. Because He frustrates the plans of peoples. Because the nation whose God is the Lord is blessed. The psalmist is here looking at the nations, the people around and say, Come and serve this God. Come and serve Him. He is great. He is the Creator. He frustrates the plan of the people. And if you as a nation serve and worship this God, you will be blessed. And do you know what? This is a song that the, the, the people of Israel were singing there with the nations around, hearing them sing to their God and at the same time inviting the nations to come and worship their God. Because God is great. The believers, God's people, even though they go through difficulties, we saw that. Guess what? Psalm 46 verse 1 says, God is our refuge and strength. A very present help in trouble. It's not that believers will not face trouble or problems. No, we do. We will. But God is a very present in trouble. He is there all the time. God is there with us when things are going good and when things are not going so good. God is always there. I remember the, you remember the message of Benji. Uh, he read this first from uh, Proverbs that the Lord is a strong tower and that the, the righteous run to him and be safe. You know, that, that, uh, uh, that example of a strong tower is great and it should be seen in the light of the towers in those days. What happened is they had a big wall around the city and on top of the wall was a tower. And the people standing there on the tower could see to the outside. But in order to go to the tower, you have to enter the gate and then come into the city. And then from the back side of the tower, you can go up. So if you are outside, you can only see the person there on top, but there is no way you can go to the tower. You have to enter through the gate before you can go into the tower. And when it says the name of the Lord is a strong tower, 
the righteous go there and they are safe there, you know, you cannot get me. I can stand there watching at you, looking at you, doing all kinds of, and you can't get me there. And that's the name of the Lord for the believers. We do have a God who is our strength, a refuge, a help in trouble. By the way, do you know that this same word is the one that's used in Genesis when it speaks of the wife as the help of the husband? The Lord is our help, the wife as a help. So it's not like uh, your servant doing all the things that you don't like to do, but it's someone that you can depend on. But what about the nations? Psalm 46 verse say, nations are in uproar. Kingdoms are overthrown. They don't have this God that can be a strength to them. They don't have this God who can, who can be their refuge. Instead, they are in uproar, the psalmist say. Therefore, clap your hands, all people. Because the Lord, the Most High, is to be feared. A great king over all the earth. Telling the nations, look. Are you looking for someone? Are you looking for a God that you can depend on? I know him. His name is the Lord. Give ear all inhabitants of the world. Do not trust in your wealth or in man. God rescues life from the power of Seol. There is only one who can help. There is only one who is so powerful that he can rescue you. It is the Lord. You know, the people in the world will trust their riches. They'll trust men to help them. The psalmist said, no, don't do that. Trust the Lord. He is the only one that we can trust. I mean, if we have such a God, we have this God as our God, should we not sing praises to him? But at the same time in our singing, speaking to the nations, inviting them, say, come, come. And serve our God. Come and serve our God. The psalmist continue to invite them. So you'll see this pattern. Invite the people and tell them why they should come and serve our God. Shout out praise to God all the earth. Come and see what God has done. Bless our God, O peoples. Let the songs of his praise be heard. Again, an invitation to the nations. This is what you, we want you to do. Come. Shout praises to God. He is the God who is worthy to be worshipped. He is the God who is worthy to be praised. You know, as believers, this is not only true for the, the saints in the Old Testament, but even for us. It is true for us as well that we should be inviting people. To come and serve our God as well. Invite them. Come and serve God with me. Come and serve my God. He is worthy to be praised. Do you know an indication that a local... Do you know what... One of the indications is that the local church is in big trouble. Do you know what that is? When we don't want to invite our best friend to come to church with us. When you don't want to do that, then you know... Your local church is in big trouble. 
We don't want them to come and see things. Maybe there are things that we don't like, we don't enjoy, and we don't want to be embarrassed to invite our friend to come and see something that's going on. And when we don't want to invite people to come and serve our God, serve God, the living God together with us, that's also an indication that something is not how it should be. Here's the psalmist, he said, come. And his people, God's people, they are praying, may God be gracious to us and bless us and make his face to shine upon us. It's a prayer. We know who our God is and we pray that God will bless us. And when that happens, when God blesses us, the nations will see the result. Everybody will see that the next verse say, that your way may be known on earth. Your saving power among all nations. Let peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. Let all the ends of the earth fear him. When God blesses his people, the people around us will, will taste something of that blessing. And they would want to come and worship our God and bring honor and glory to him. Because, again, there is none like you among the gods, O Lord. Nor are there any work like yours. There is no one among the gods like yours. This semester at uh, Emmaus, I'm teaching the world religions. And then you can see all that the gods of the nations are doing. And sometimes, if you see what they are doing, you think, wow, these gods are powerful. Or these gods, they can do great things. And he, the psalmist, say, no. No one like our God. No one can work the works that he, do, that he does. Our God is the only one. He is the powerful. And no matter what's going on, no matter what we see in our world today, it's good for us to know our Lord. There is no one like him. And he is in control. He does not respond to things like the gods of the world. He does not. But that does not mean he is not in control. That does not mean he doesn't know what's going on. Therefore, we can still comfortably invite the nations, all nations, you have made shall come and worship before you. We can be confident about that. Our Lord, come before you, O Lord, and shall glorify your name. For you are great and wondrous things. You alone are God. It reminds me of the verses in Philippians chapter 2, where we see that one day every knee will bow down and every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Whether they like it or not. A time is coming. All nations shall come and worship the only God. You know, looking at the Psalms from this perspective, we see the worshippers, the believers praising God, bringing honor and glory to his name. 
and at the same time inviting the nations around to come and worship him. And I think you and I, it's something that we should do as well. Praising our God, but at the same time inviting those around us to come and serve God. Why do we want to do that? Going back again. The Lord reigns. He is in control. Things do not just happen by accident. The Lord is in control. He knows what's going on. You know, sometimes we think God is sleeping. Sometimes we think like, you know, it's like God is not hearing us. I mean, where's God? God, where are you? Can't you see what I'm going through? And this psalm says, the Lord is in control. For the Lord is, is a great God and a great king above all gods. Oh, judge of the earth. Repay to the proud what they deserve. He is the judge of the earth. He is going to give people what they deserve. And this time, I mean, sometimes we, want, we wanted to do it right now. Like looking at what's going on in the world today and say, Lord, why are you allowing ISIS to kill your people, to kill Christians? Lord, can't you do something? That's us. That's not God. His ways are not our ways. His thoughts are not our thoughts. He does not do things the way we want him to do it. Not the way we want things to happen. He has his own way. And his ways are always the best. Because he knows. He's never late. And he's never too early. He is always on time. Sometimes uh, God brings things in our life to direct our lives and to to guide us and to speak to us. But the challenge sometimes is that we don't agree with the Lord. I mean, we don't tell him that. Well, sometimes. But that's the way we feel. Like, you know, the Lord, you know, the Lord is not there. Worse yet, we only see people around us doing us things and giving us a hard time. And forget that we are serving a mighty God. And that's human. You know that? Who took Israel out of Egypt? It was the Lord. And they rejoiced. They said the Lord did mighty things, wondrous things. Exodus 15, they, they praised the Lord. And guess what? When there was no water, what did they do? They said, Moses, you better give us water. I mean, they praised God that he took them out of Egypt. And when they are trouble, they said, Moses, you better solve this problem. When things are going great, we are blessed. Oh, God is so good. And when things are difficult, you say, oh, Jess is such a difficult person. I mean, no, not, I mean, uh, well, it was an example, Jess. I, right. Yeah, okay. But the psalmist wants us to remember our God is in control. And therefore, God's people, we should declare his glory among the nations. 
his marvelous, marvelous works among all the peoples. No matter what we're going through, God is God. You remember the story of uh, the three friends of Daniel? They said, even if they throw us in this furnace and we die, then everybody should know that we are not worshiping another God. So it's not only when things are great, but even if we die, God is good. God is good all the time. And all the time, God is good. Declare his glory among these nations. Continue to do that even in the midst of difficulties. Tell the nations, the Lord reigns. Let the earth rejoice. Let the many coastlands be glad. The Lord reigns. Let the peoples tremble. He sits enthroned upon the cherubim. Let the earth quake. Make a joyful noise to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come into his presence with singing. Know that the Lord, he is God. It is he who made us and we are his. We are his people, the sheep of his pasture. The psalmist invites us to share this with the nations, to tell those around us, this is our God. But you know what? It's not only for the nations. We can share it with one another as well. Believers gathering together can speak to one another uh, in songs. Uh, Ephesians 5, speak to one another in songs. Our songs bring honor and glory to God, but at the same time we speak with one another in songs, encouraging one another, sometimes challenging, challenging one another, and also inviting the nations to come and worship our God because He is good all the time. He is great. He is God. I watched a movie, an, uh, an Indian movie, one time. Well, not one. I was a fan of Indian movies. Uh, growing up, I lived in a community where you had uh, the Indians, so I started to learn the language. And one way to practice was watch the movies. But then there was one particular movie where there was a man who was so fed up with life and so disappointed with the gods that he said for one day or a week he wanted to be God. And his desire was granted. He was God for, I, I'm not sure whether it was a day or a week, I can't remember. And yes, he was God. And guess what? All the prayers of the people were coming to him. Everything come to him. And he has to answer that one and that one. And then one will say, you haven't answered me yet. And so, so he said, yes to everything. Can you believe that even when one was praying, may God kill you? And the other one say, may God keep you alive? And he said, yes to everything. I mean, that's confusion. I don't want to be God. To deal with people, to deal with people like me. You know, today you pray this, tomorrow you pray that, and you ask for God that. I mean, I say, look, make up your mind. Tell me what you want. I mean, why you ask for this today and tomorrow you ask for that? 
But that's not our God. You know what we do as believers? I will give thanks to you, O Lord, among the peoples. I will sing praises to you among the nations. For your steadfast love is great above the heavens. Your faithfulness reaches to the clouds. Be exalted, O God, above the heavens. Let your glory be over all the earth. Praising God. Say, God, that's our desire. That's what we want. This is a song, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I know it, we, we sing this song in Dutch, but I'm not sure if it's in English also. Just so you know. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Well, okay, well. <laughs> right, something like that. <laughs> And the result of inviting the nation should be that from the rising of the sun to its setting, the name of the Lord is to be praised. Even here in Dubuque, our desire should be that from one part of the city to the other part, the name of the Lord is to be praised. And the, the people of God are singing this. So the nations will hear this. Find out this is what our God wants. You know, in the New Testament, missions is go and make disciples. In the Old Testament, here in the book of Psalms, it's invite them to come to us. And the one is not less important. I think all of it's important. It's okay to invite our friends to come and hear the word of God. It's okay to invite them to come and hear our God. That's what the psalmist uh, was doing that's what we are encouraged to do to invite them come and serve our God so that from the rising of the sun to its setting his name will be praised why oh I love this why do we want to invite the nations to come because their idols are silver and gold. The work of human hands. They have mouths, but do not speak. I mean, they create these idols. And they cannot speak. There should be demons behind them or possess people so that they can speak. They have ears, but do not hear. Noses, but do not smell. They have hands but do not feel, feet but do not walk. And they do not make a sound in their throat. Those who make them become like them. You make them, you become like them. So do all who trust in them. You trust other gods, you will be like them. You trust the living God, you will change into his image. And that's what we own. Therefore, nations... Praise the Lord, all nations. Extol him, all peoples. We invite them, say, your gods are worthless. What you are serving is nothing. Come and serve the living God. Come and praise the Lord, our God, because he is God. 
For I know that the Lord is great and that our God is above all gods. He struck down many nations and killed mighty kings. What should the kings of the earth do? All the kings of the earth shall give you thanks, O Lord. For they have heard the words of your mouth, and they shall sing of the ways of the Lord. For great is the glory of the Lord. And all creation, that's how the book of Psalms ends. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Can you believe it? 150 Psalms in just 30 seconds, uh, 30 minutes. But this is, this is just one part of the book of Psalms. And I thought it was good for us to go through this. To see in the first place that our God, he reigns. That he is God and that we can trust him. That he knows what he is doing and that he is there all the time. We can call upon him. We face difficulties. We face issues. But we know our God is there for us and he is there with us on the other hand we are reminded that the people on earth the people around us they are serving idols worshiping things that are not gods and what he wants from us is that we should invite these people to come and serve him as we praise him as we bring honor and glory to his name at the same time, we are inviting the nations. We are calling them to come and serve the only true and living God. And in this way, it's not just something personal, which is great. We should continue to do that personally. But together as a local church, it would be great to be that kind of community that sing praises to God together. And that invite the nations among us, that invite people around us, that when they come, they will know the Lord is here. You know, one of the uh, few verses in the New Testament that speaks about uh, having unbelievers in the church, you know what that verse tells us? It's in 1 Corinthians 14. That when an unbeliever come into our service, and all prophesy, it says, that they will fall on their knees. And what will they do? They will say, truly, God is in your midst. When God's people praise him, bring honor and glory to him. When the unsaved come among us, what they will recognize is this, truly, God is in your midst. And that's what's so important in our coming together as God's people. To bring honor and glory to him. It is not about us. It never was. It never is. And it will never be about us. Worship is always about God. And not about us. You know, sometimes, again, I think I mentioned this a few times. Sometimes people will speak about the beautiful prayers that others prayed. But prayer is not for our ears. 
is for the heart of God. Even praises were not meant for us. They all belong to the one living and true God. And as we gather together as his people, may that be our desire. Lord, we want to honor you. Lord, we want to bring glory to you. Lord, we want to praise you. Looking forward to be there every Sunday again together. For what? To bring honor and glory to him, to praise him. Because it's never about us. It is all about him. And at the same time as we praise him, as we honor him, the nations will be invited to come and be part of this. Let's pray. Our God, this morning we want to give you all the honor and the glory that you alone deserve. You are God and no one else. We thank you that you have always been God in eternity past. We thank you that you are God in our age and that you will always be God in eternity to come. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Thank you for the opportunity that you gave us. You call us to become your people. And you have chosen us to be vessels that will bring honor and glory to you even at this time. Voluntarily. Just because of who you are. We are grateful to you this morning and we just want to thank you that you have chosen us to be yours. Thank you for the opportunity that you gave us to hear your word. Thank you for the opportunity that you gave us to worship you, to bring honor and glory to you together as brothers and sisters in Christ. And we pray, Lord, that our praises and, and our honor to you will glorify your name and it will be pleasing in your sight. And it will be a blessing to the nations. We thank you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.